Welcome to Mortgages Behind the Curtain. And now here's your host, Stan Hook. Hello, everyone. This is Stan Hook, mortgage broker with All California Mortgage with another podcast of Mortgages Behind the Curtain. Today, my topic is buying a home without regrets. Buying a home without regrets. Ironically, 30 minutes prior to recording this, my client, first-time buyer, who has all their documents in, and they are pre-approved. I love those kind of clients. They're ready to go to buy a house. However, reality is setting in. They just called to say, hey, we really found a home that we like, and we're thinking of making an offer, uh, but you know, it's 50000 more than what we thought we might be looking at. So buying a home without regrets. I'm going to ramble real quick through three areas that I'd like you to be aware of. Mortgage lingo. You're dealing with a mortgage lender, whether it's a broker or someone with, with a bank or a savings and loan, credit union, what have you. There's mortgage lingo. Uh, I want to also uh, blast through different type of lenders. And I don't mean the institution. I mean the individual loan officer. We all have our own styles and ways to do business. And then lastly, probably most importantly is, or is most importantly, your personality. Who are you? What are you? What are you comfortable with? What are you totally uncomfortable with? Hey, starting off with mortgage lingo. I'm rambling through here. 1003, LE, CD, points, prepaid interest, closing costs, LTV, DTI, FICO, LOE. And my all-time favorite, he says sarcastically, don't worry about it. Cannot stand those words coming from any lender that you're working with. That mortgage lingo, I get it. You're a person who's not really into the details. You don't really want to know. You just want to get the house. Or you're uh, an engineer. You love details. You love to know how the watch was made. Or you're like me. Get to the bottom line. Tell me what time it is. I don't want to know how the watch was made. Folks, this is the greatest financial investment you will ever, ever, ever make and you're trusting the person you're working with, aka lender, loan officer, that they're taking care of you. Well, that leads me into the different types of lenders. There are loan officers who simply bring in the business and turn it right on over to their assistant, and you likely won't talk to the loan officer again until the end. is that the type of loan officer you want to work with? Or they are those who do some pre-screening and say, yep, looks like you're qualified. I'm going to turn you over to my assistant. Okay, that's quite similar, but they spent some time with you. And by the way, time with you, may I may sit down in front of folks, one client a month. Everything's done online. So you have to have a real comfort level uh, talking over the phone or working through emails, okay, uh, with your lender there. But And then there's the type of lender, which I happen to be, and by the way, these prior to, I call them reactive lenders. 
they just turn things over to the assistant and then they may come back to you and say, hey, sorry, I also need this, this and that. Okay, they're just reacting. The other type of lender, third type, last type, I call the proactive lender. Those who really know what documentation is needed because each borrower can be a little bit different to know exactly the type of documents that are needed to complete your application. This proactive lender also may and likely will spend a good amount of time to say, okay, I see your paste, your pay stubs, I see your income, uh, you let me run your credit, I know exactly what your expenses are. Yes, you are qualified, you are qualified, okay? Now, should you know what LE, CD, LTV, DTI mean? I think to a degree, yes. At least ask them, hey, explain this to me. And let me give you one example. LE and CD, that's the loan estimate and the closing disclosure. Those are legal documents that you receive during the process at different stages. The LE, the initial one that's to be sent to you within three days of receiving an application, it doesn't have every number on there. And just between property taxes, property taxes of the proposed property, home insurance, prepaid interest, just those three items could be $4,200 more in total. Are you ready to be surprised with about $4,200 more cash needed to close than what you have? Well, ask questions, ask questions, no matter your personality, Take a deep breath and ask questions. Just what more might we need in the way of cash to close than what is shown on these documents? Because again, those are square peg, round hole type documents. We have to fill them in, but it doesn't really give us room to put down all the numbers for the purchase to be closed, okay? Your proactive lender likely will provide that information to you. Okay. Now let's get into your personality. Just Google personalities and you're going to come up with at least eight of them, you know, in the different type of personality tests that are out there. Are you introverted? Are you extroverted? Are you a thinking person, a feeling person, a sensational person, an intuitive? You know what they say about business decisions and the worst business decision is when emotion comes into play and takes over. Well, buying a home brings out a lot of emotions and yet it really is, in my opinion, a business decision. Again, it's the most expensive, the greatest investment you will ever make in thousands of dollars for down payment. And get this, your ability to qualify and make the payment, that's with you every single month, okay? And let me give you an idea of how, again, repeating myself from other podcasts, I think our industry does a disservice, but if you earn $10,000 per month gross, we qualify you on the gross, meaning before any deductions whatsoever, between Mortgage, taxes, and insurance on a monthly basis, you can qualify for $4,300 a month or more on 10,000 gross. 
looking up federal taxes and state taxes. I'm in California. Those combined taxes are roughly 33% of the gross, okay? Or rather not gross, but maybe there's some uh, retirement deductions and stuff. But let's just use 30%. So there you are on 10,000 gross will qualify you for at least 4,300. But let's say there's $3,000 of combined taxes. 10,000 minus three is seven minus 43, and that leaves you with your net, okay? Now you're talking serious, how are we gonna survive on that net? Well, that's up to you. And this phone call that I received just moments before this podcast, he knows that number like the back of his hand because they happen to review their budget every few months. He knows what that net is. And so when we talked about the new numbers, Uh, based on a little bit higher purchase price, he was ready to respond with, gee, okay, I guess we could do that or not do that uh, because they have the cash. It's just, do they want to live month to month on lifestyle that this uh, housing budget will call for? So no matter your personality, uh, hey, it feels good. I love the house. It's great. And uh, I'm good. Well, do you really know in the net net end result after your take what your take home pay is minus your mortgage tax and insurance, what that will leave you with so that you do not have regrets a year from now? Okay, because you've got to live with that payment every single month. And yet owning a home is a fabulous experience. So ask questions. Ask questions, know your personality, know it's uncomfortable. Hey, I can't make a decision right now, lender. Let me think it over. Uh, I need to look at numbers on the paper. Know what works for you so you can make the right decision for your future. Thank you for listening. Another podcast of Mortgages Behind the Curtain. This is Stan Hook, All California Mortgage. Have a great day. Thank you. 